literally like five minutes or so ago, I showed my brother this video of David Goggins talking about how being a bitch is a mindset. And I literally just tweeted about it too. It it, it clicked. It made perfect fucking sense. And it resonated with me in the way that is it, it this literally fucking solved the mindset that I, I was having for the past couple of days and and that is being a bitch. Like I I have I was being a bitch for the past couple of days. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I was being a bitch. Simple as that. I there's no other way to explain it. There's no other fucking way to talk about it other than what it is and what it is is that i was being a fucking bitch and i can't change it i can't i just gotta accept it and i gotta fucking move on and i gotta realize that hey sometimes sometimes for me that works calling myself out on my own shit it works sometimes and i hate to admit it I hate to admit it because I want to not think of myself as a fucking bitch. It's not the best thing to to think of yourself as a bitch, but I don't think I'm a bitch. <laughs> I, I I don't think I'm a bitch, but I I I do engage in bitch activities sometimes. And today, yesterday, for the past handful of days. I I can admit I was being a bitch. And for, if you listen back to this podcast, any episode, you can kind of, you can kind of say I've been a bitch in episodes and for sure I've engaged in bitch activities in the previous episodes. But most episodes have merit to them. Most episodes have real shit involved in them. With like trauma and some fucking shit like that. And you know. Real real things. You know. Real life things. But in this moment. In the past couple of days. I had no reason to feel down. I had no reason to. Feel sorry for myself. Or to. Etc. I was just down. For no reason. And sometimes. I get it. You're just down. You just feel sorry for yourself and I get it sometimes even watching David Goggins videos even watching Joe Rogan or Cameron Haynes or you know these people that inspire me to do better you know people on TikTok that I follow Bradley Martin Tom, uh, Tom Syndicate uh, Tom Cassell watching these people it's very inspirational to me but at the same time sometimes it just doesn't cut it I hate that, but sometimes it just doesn't cut it. And I understand those times. I'm for sure down in those times. And I don't know. Sometimes I don't know why I just fucking am and I can't change it. I try, but I can't. And I understand those moments. If you if you feel like you can't relate, I understand those moments where you're just down for no reason. I totally get those moments. I have them. I've talked about it. before I've talked about those feelings with friends it's I don't know it's just a weird thing just a a weird mood swing you just 
your mood just goes down and you no longer have the energy to keep going and to like and to like be happy even in the moment like you just don't have any kind of energy for anything i totally get those moments i have them but at the same time I think most of the time I'm just being a bitch. Like that's that's all it is. I'm just being a bitch and I I don't know how else to say it. That that sentence is like perfect. I, I sometimes I'm just a bitch and I totally get it. Today at work, I thought something was super heavy and it wasn't even that heavy. I was just being a bitch. That's all it was. I was being a bitch. I I thought something was going to be a struggle and then some guys helped me lift this thing. I was already moving it by myself. So that's where it was like, oh, damn, this is heavy. Because it was just me. And I'm that, I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm not that fucking strong. But help from three guys, they're bigger than me. Yeah, of course. For them, it's not going to be that heavy. Of course. But at the same time, I was being a bitch. I was just being a bitch. I I could move it. I was capable of moving it. But at this, I was being a bitch. Granted. Granted. I am giving myself the benefit of the doubt that I was moving this and try to carry this and pick it up to move it by myself. And I also had eaten today at the time. I didn't get to eat. Until like 5 in the afternoon after working from 9 in the morning. I'm not even exaggerating when I say that. I I didn't eat all fucking day until like 5 in the afternoon. Why? Because I'm a fucking dumbass and I'm a bitch. (laughs) That's, That's all it is. That's all it is. I was just a fucking dumbass and I didn't eat. And yeah, I felt weak in the moment, but it, it to be honest, it was just a mindset. I knew I could lift it up, kind of, you know, I, like six inches probably off the ground. I could deadlift it that much, you know, I could try. I could have tried, but I was being a bitch and I barely got it off the ground. I wasn't even trying. I don't know. David Goggins said it perfectly. It's a mindset of being a bitch. I'm just saying this over and over again. I'm sorry. But it is. It's 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 a mindset. It is not a way of being. It's not a way of thinking. He says it best in his caption. I am not talking about a mental condition here. It's a mindset condition. Some of us are used to doing exactly what we want to do when we want to do it. That when we have to do the things we don't want to do, those very things become impossible to do. You have to adjust your mindset to ignore those feelings of comfort when they come around. Some of you softer people out there may take that as me saying, don't ever be comfortable. I am not saying that. What I am saying is during those times when you have to grind, 
you must put comfort to the side. To repeat, when I say bitch, it is not a gender specific. It is a mindset that applies to those people who whine, feel sorry for themselves, act soft in times when they should be acting hard. I think you get the idea. And if you are offended by this, you might be a bitch. Stay hard. Bro, I couldn't have said it better myself. For the past 15 minutes or whatever the fuck, I've been trying to explain it. And he just perfectly explains it in that caption. Fuck. And those are, those are true words. Like, I try to live my life a lot of the time by overachieving, overdoing. But it's never really like the thing that I focus on of staying hard or, or not being a bitch. It's just kind of what I do. I try to overdo and I try to overcome even like myself. I know I should have ate this morning. But I knew that I could go into the end of the day without eating and drinking minimal amount of water. I'm not even joking when I say that. I, I'm always complaining about my diet and my water intake. But it, it's really just me going, let's see how long I can go. And then let me stuff my fucking fat fucking face with as much food as possible at the end of the day. And still only drink a water bottle during all of this fucking bullshit. Why? I don't know why I do it, but I just do it. And I don't know, maybe all this complaining that I've been doing, it's to fucking realize that most of the time I'm just being a bitch. And... I hate to like I like I said already before. I hate to admit it, but it's true. I need I need to man up. I I need to put I need to put on my boots by my fucking bootstraps, and I need to go to work because I don't have a fucking excuse to to not do it. You know, sometimes I do. Like, like I mentioned, sometimes I can't get out of the fucking rut. I can't get out of the negative emotions. It doesn't matter who I watch on YouTube. It doesn't matter what I watch on TikTok. It doesn't matter what I fucking tell myself in the mirror. Or who the fuck I'm around. Or if I get my fucking dick sucked and I get off. Or I fucking go on a roller coaster. Or I jump out of a fucking... Or maybe jumping out of an airplane and going on a roller coaster. That might spike my adrenaline. But it's not going to last that long if I can't get out of the fucking rut. If I can't get out of the negative emotions. I get that. I, I still have those, those times. But most of the time, I don't have a fucking excuse to feel sorry for myself. Most of the time, I don't, I don't have a reason to be a bitch. I don't have a reason to cry and whine. If, and and give all these fucking reasons as to why I didn't do something or as to why I haven't started something. Like with my fucking room. I'm, I'm, it's been raining. It's been raining for the past month that I actually wanted to start making this fucking desk. And now my excuse is, oh, it's raining. All the wood is wet. No, it's fucking not. 
It's under a porch. None of the none of the fucking wood is wet. I know that, and then I go, "Oh, there's way too many mosquitoes. There's way too many mosquitoes for me to go outside." No, there's not. When you have fucking bug spray, I'm like shaking the shit out of my hand. You can probably hear it through the mic. I'm making excuses as to not make this fucking desk. I'm making excuses as to not post these videos on TikTok. I'm not even recording myself when I do record. It's just the audio. Why haven't I posted this to YouTube? Why am I not posting this to TikTok? Why the fuck this and that? Everything that I want to do. Why... Do I not write in my journal as much as I want to? Why do I not exercise? Why this? Why that? Why the fuck? Why the fucking fuck? <laughs> Bro, if it sounds like I'm having a mental breakdown, but I, I'm just fucking realizing that I'm a fucking bitch, and that's all it is. I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking bitch, dude. I'm also playing it up, of course. I'm recording. I'm trying to be entertaining in the moment, but I do think that I make a lot of fucking excuses as to why I can't do something, as to why I can't start something, as to why I can't this or that. I do make a lot of fucking excuses. And I think something that everybody can fucking relate with you know that I don't think anybody not everybody can relate to making a desk by hand you know it's not the the most relatable fucking thing <laughs> or like recording a podcast or whatever but dating I, I talk about it pretty often not so often in the, in the recent episodes but um, I, for a while I was talking talking about dating and my love life but to talk about it again, dating is something everybody can relate to. And and for the past like year or so, I've been thinking about like having or wanting or the idea of a girlfriend. Like it's kind of on and off with those emotions. Like I think about it and then I stop thinking about it. And sometimes I care and sometimes I don't give a fuck. But Regardless of that, I do make excuses as to why I don't ask people out. That sometimes it's pretty fucking obvious that they're into me. They're just not not to suck my own dick in the moment right now. But sometimes it's pretty obvious when a girl is into me. It's even more fucking obvious when the girl says, I have imaginations about you. I'm not joking when I say that. I, I've been told that by by one girl, but it's pretty obvious when a girl's into you or when a guy's into you. And so, you know, being told by a girl, like, you know, I just have these, these thoughts, these ideas of you. And I'm like, oh, Oh, okay, and I make an excuse. Oh, she's not my type, or this or that. And I'm like, she's throwing herself at me. She must 
fucking slut. Fucking whore. <laughs> She's not. She was a nice girl. But I make excuses. I make excuses. As to why I don't ask girls out. Even the girls that just give off the looks. You know. Or the smiles. And they're just like. Hey. You know. Like I, I just looked at you and smiled at you. I just shot my shot at you. You know. Girls. They shoot their shot. In that way. At least most girls do. That girl in particular. She basically said. I want to give you head. That's like she basically. She basically. She basically bent over in front of me. Like that girl. That was. that. Was, I'm not going to lie. That was pretty wild. But. Most girls. You know. They just look. And they smile. And that's it. But. I, and I, I. I make so many excuses. With strangers. At Target. Or at Starbucks. Or at the mall. At a fucking gas station. At a. At a subway. I don't even live in New York. But at a subway. I don't know. At college, wh- where the fuck do you meet? At a bar, where where the fuck do you meet people? You get the looks. You give off looks. And I make the excuses of not going up to girls. And I keep making excuses regardless. I said all this fucking shit just to say I make excuses to not go up to girls or to not pursue something with this girl that I've been talking to I just met her like a month ago and it's been going good having conversations with her but I'm making an excuse because what I don't want this relationship that we have to end in case she says no like what a shitty fucking excuse you like her you're getting the feeling that she likes you. Why not? Go for it. Why not? And I make excuses. And I make this example. Sorry, I'm telling this example so that you could relate. Because everybody dates. I make excuses as to, know, as to why I don't pursue something. And it's to protect myself, but from what? From life lessons? What? From potential heartbreak? You fucking pussy. You bitch. What are you scared of? And so I say all of this to explain that. At least for my fucking self. So that the future version of myself listening back to this is going, Damn, that motherfucker was crazy. Yeah, in this moment, I am fucking crazy. I drink coffee, and I'm drinking cold water, and I watched David Goggins' video, and I was talking to my brother about it, and we were laughing, and it was cool. And then I started listening to Drake hype music blasting through my headphones, and now I'm listening to myself through my headphones talking through this fucking mic. And I'm shaking my hand through the fucking air because... It's keeping me energized and it's keeping me awake from falling asleep because I have been fucking falling asleep for the past four hours. I'm making this for myself. I'm making this so that I understand. And maybe you can fucking understand. 
that it is a mindset to be a bitch. And I agree with David Goggins, even though I just fucking saw that today. I have been thinking about this for a long time. I just didn't know what it was. And I do, I, I think I do that a lot with like certain topics, certain things. And watching this video, because he does make kind of a joke about it. So it brings laughter into it, but it also brings truth into it. And, and I think in every great joke, there's truth in the joke. And I don't know, it just made sense. This thing that he said, it just fucking clicked like nothing else before. And I don't know. I just I just feel like it just feels correct for some reason. And I think I'm going to take it. I think I'm going to take this life lesson of mindset. Out of all the things, it's not just about being a bitch. It's about mindset. It's about what you say to yourself. And what you feel about yourself. And if you feel like you're a bitch, then you're a fucking bitch. Like today, like I said, I said, wow, this thing is fucking heavy. And then these guys helped me out and they were like, bro, this shit is not heavy. And I was like, oh, I guess it wasn't heavy. I was being a bitch, bro. I was being a fucking bitch. It was just a mindset. I had the mindset of this thing is heavy. So it is heavy. And then these guys were like, this is not heavy. And I was like, oh, it, it's not heavy. <laughs> like I just, I, it realized, it clicked. Oh, it's, it's, it's not that heavy. I just wasn't really trying. So I don't know. I think I'm, I'm going to take this life lesson of mindset. And the biggest part of this life lesson is to not be a bitch. Right? Well, how many times have I said the word bitch in this episode? I don't even know. Definitely over a hundred times that I've said it. I'm not going to say it anymore. Just save your mental mind from the word. Just like, God damn, bro. You say the word one more time. I'm going to have dreams about being a bitch. <laughs> Fuck, man. This has been an entertaining episode for myself. Um. I'm not ending the episode. I'm just saying out loud. This this is fun. This is going on this dumbass fucking rat. It's fun. Now I get why Tim Dillon goes on these fucking rats. He was just on Joe Rogan's podcast. God damn, he goes on a terrific fucking rat. It was amazing. If you haven't seen it before, I suggest going on YouTube, going to Joe Rogan's uh um, YouTube channel. He posts the podcast clips. He is exclusive to Spotify, so on YouTube he can only post clips. But he posts the Tim Dillon clip, and it is fucking amazing. Let me let me look up the name real quick. It is called Tim Dillon rants about the future of America, and it is a great fucking rant. It is so fucking funny and hilarious and dumb and stupid and amazing. And there's truth in it. That's what makes it fucking funnier and amazing. God damn, that was a great fucking rant. I remember listening to it and I'm like, God damn, he's going hard. Hard. He's going hard, bro. It was an amazing fucking rant. And I don't know. It, it's just cool. It's just amazing. And I, I now understand 
why he goes on these fucking rants. It's amazing. It's fun. It's legit fun. These past 30 minutes have been fucking fun. Just ranting about nonsense. But there's truth in the fucking nonsense. It's amazing. What should I even name this episode? Should I name it something that has nothing to do with the episode? That would be funny. Just go into this episode like, oh, it's going to be a regular episode of the Diary Podcast. And fucking just me calling you a bitch and calling myself a bitch for fucking 30 minutes. <laughs> that would be funny. But I don't know. I don't know what I would actually name the the what I would actually name this episode, the title for this episode, what would it be? This is an interesting question for this episode. Hmm. It's a mindset. I think that's a good title. It's a mindset. Just that. It's a mindset. Or maybe I kind of clickbait and I go, I'm a bitch. And you're like, what? I'm a bitch? And that pulls you into the episode. Because... If I name it, it's a mindset that it's like, oh, damn, he's talking about some deep shit in this episode. But if I title it, I'm a bitch, then it pulls you in. It's like, why does he think he's a bitch? And that also kind of is on theme. I don't think it's like complete clickbait. I know it is a little bit of clickbait. I don't think it's complete because the whole time I'm talking about, I'm talking about myself. And I'm talking about myself being a bitch. So it's not... It's not like... It's not a misrepresentation of the past 30 minutes. It's not complete clickbait, if that makes sense. I don't know. I'm trying to justify this shit right now. That's that's definitely going to be the name for the episode. I'm a bitch. Like That's just going to be the name for the episode. And this shit has been fun. What even is going to be the second half to this episode? I don't even know. I, I don't even know. I've been taking breaks in between this recording. I'm like having a concert with myself. You know, I, I just finished singing a Miley Cyrus song. Like, what even is life right now? I don't know. And I'm also drinking cold water. And that's helping me. But at the same time... I need to get back to what is going to be the second half to this episode. And I'm not particularly too sure. Because right now it is 10.10pm. It is 10.10pm. And it just turned 10.11pm. And I don't know what to do. Because I still got to edit this episode. And this episode still got to go out in the morning. It's Wednesday. I'm still recording. I'm barely 37 minutes in. I got to record an hour. I got 20 more minutes. 20 or so more minutes. Let's go. What do I talk about? I don't know. Who knows? But let me, let me pick something. Let me pull something out of my ass. Let me allow my creativity to flow. I'm also listening to rap. I don't know if you can hear it. If you can, if you've been able to hear music this whole time, I apologize. I'm probably going to get copyright strike. Um... But at the same time, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think you can hear the music. I hope you cannot. I hope you can't. Because then I'm going to have to delete this episode. 
And I don't want to delete this episode because it is such a good fucking episode. And if you can hear the music in the background, I apologize. And um, oh fucking well. Like I'm not gonna change it. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna delete this episode. This this episode is gonna stay up because I'm not making money from this fucking podcast. So copyright or or no copyright. I don't know. I don't I don't think so. But who knows? In the future they're gonna be like Hey, you, you remember that episode where you were going fucking insane and you had like a mental breakdown, but like kind of like in a positive way where you you were suggesting for yourself to have a positive outlook of mindset in your life and you were realizing that you had a negative mindset and that you were being a bitch. You, you remember that episode about being a bitch and you just kept saying bitch and bitch and bitch all over again for like, the whole episode for an hour straight. You remember that episode? And I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah, I remember the fucking episode. What about it? And I'm like, hey, we could hear music in the background of that episode. And we would like you to take that video down. Because it is copyrighted. And you don't know, you don't own the rights to the music. I'm like, what's up? Tough fucking look, bitch. Like, I, I'm not making money from that episode. It's going to stay up. They'll be like, it can't stay up because it's copyrighted. And I'm like, dude, I'm using fucking Anchor. And I'm listening with music from Spotify. It's staying up, fam. Like, it's staying up. Like, it's, it's staying up, dude. Anchor is a product of Spotify. That's how I knew, fam. This is this this it's staying up. It's not it's not going down. First, I'm not making money from the episode. And also, I'm using a, a Spotify product. And and I'm using Spotify. So like it doesn't necessarily make the most amount of sense. Why the fuck? Oh, hold on. I'm on I'm looking on Spotify right now. This song. Why the fuck is this song not? Oh, shit, hold on. I'm not even connected to the fucking internet. Jesus. Connect, you motherfucker. Download this shit, bruh. The adults are talking. Let's go. A new abnormal. That's the name of the band? Hell yeah. Oh, no, that's the name of the album. Was it, uh, the Strokes. That's the name of the band. Yeah. Yeah. This is my current favorite song right now. The adults are talking by The Strokes. Yeah. Um. Anyways. What will I talk about the remaining 20 minutes? I have no idea. Hmm. Okay, let's do this. I, I Sometimes I play roulette with my phone to see what topic I'm going to talk about. And so I'm going to play right now with Snapchat, no, Instagram, TikTok, Reddit, or Twitter. Hmm. I've done it with TikTok and Instagram. So I think it has to be Twitter or Reddit. Let's go with Reddit. First thing that is on, the first post that I see is what I'm going to talk about. Like, this is my roulette. Whatever the fuck shows up, I am going to talk about it. Okay, and so this is uh, your mom's house podcast <laughs> to do with the previous episodes. I follow your mom's house podcast on Reddit. And um, they were uploading about, or they were talking about how 
they have their podcast available on Pandora. And Pandora deleted all of the fucking episodes from 2016 to the present. Except for the most previous episode. And that, that reminded me of the most recent episode that I listened to of Impulsive with Logan Paul. They were talking about, or and also Joe Rogan, the the previous episodes that that um, Joe Rogan has has uploaded um, with like Aaron Rodgers, the the N- NBA football the football player, right? Hold on, let me double check that real quick. Um, I don't follow professional sports, so I could be wrong. It is the name. Uh, is a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Okay, yeah. So, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback. They were talking about that too, on on that episode, and then the the most recent episode for Impulsive, um, Logan Paul's message to KSI and Andrew Tate. That's the the thumbnail clickbait for the episode. But they were talking about censorship, and they were talking about these platforms and how they are a private business. And I think Logan Paul said it best, which, fuck, this guy is so fucking smart. Like, every time I listen to this guy, I just agree. Like, God damn it. This guy gets it. Like, this this guy gets it. And then I listen to Joe Rogan, and I'm like, this guy gets it for the potential where it could go. Like, where it could go wrong. And then I... Logan Paul gets it for what it is right now as a business, as as it trying to be as kind of efficient as possible. And the, the way Logan Paul says it is they need to meet their bottom line. They are a private business and so they can remove whoever they want. And so if you don't know, if you don't follow this guy named Andrew Tate on platforms you don't follow people who are talking about this guy this is crazy fucking guy saying crazy fucking shit like outrageous like i'm not even joking this guy is saying outrageous fucking shit and they he got taken off he got taken off of different platforms and that includes youtube and they were talking about youtube and how youtube needs to meet their bottom line and they are a private business and these and so they have the rules they have their own fucking rules that you gotta obey if you want to upload to youtube and this guy wasn't following them this guy was talking about the government and the other kind of shit that has to do with like bigger corporations when this guy talks about women how women are property and how women's body count should be on their forehead. YouTube doesn't care about that. Instagram doesn't care about that. No platform cares about those thoughts. What they care about is when it affects them and when it affects government and when it is starting to affect the younger generation who is believing this shit about this guy saying that I'm not exactly too sure what he said about the fucking government, but when it affects the platforms, that's when it's a problem. 
they don't give a fuck about what they're saying that's negative or like hate speech or whatever the fuck. Although they do care somewhat, they don't care as much as when it affects them. And so when it affects them, that's when they kick this guy out. And and it was kind of like a unanimous thing where like all the platforms kind of banded together and like we're going to erase this guy from existence at the same time and boom, he's banned from everything. Like Jesus fucking Christ, this guy's just gone. He's gone. There's the only thing that exists from this guy is clips on other people's platforms, on on other people's pages. And I'm like, "Wow, that's crazy." And so he, now he's on these platforms where the these platforms are dedicated to like not censoring anybody for anything. It's only like legal shit that they they don't allow, right? But this guy is gone from like regular social media. Like he's just gone, disappeared. And that's kind of what Pandora did to your mom's house podcast. Like every episode from 2016 to the present. All those episodes are gone. So except for the most recent episode. I don't have Pandora to check for myself. I'm just going off of this Reddit post. If it even is real. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. But um it seems real. You know, it's your mom's house podcast, the official Reddit page. So I'm assuming it is real. I'm assuming. To be honest, I don't even know if this is the official Reddit page for your mom's house, but I don't know, man. Oh, shit. I just fucking choked my phone off the side of the bed. Hold on. Wait a minute, bro. My phone. I don't know. The, um, Just to go back to this talk about censorship, I feel like... This this time that we're living in right now is kind of crazy with censorship and like the the pushback that I think it's going on right now. Kind of not a lot, but kind of where people are, are pushing back on like the Me Too movement or like this uh, talk about gender or like etc. That people on like the far left are pushing and people like center are starting to pull back and people on the right are starting to pull back and it's like bro y'all are getting out of hand like y'all are doing like a little bit too much yeah i have been doing like a little bit too much and people are starting to like get tired of it like people are starting to kind of stand up for themselves and not allow themselves to be yelled at by a, by a fucking karen you know? And I get it. Most of these people are just looking for their own group of people. And they take on these righteous roles where, they're, where they think they're doing right. But in reality, they're just doing the same thing that they're preaching not to do. I don't know. I feel like there is a pushback to the crazy far left right now. And I know what you're thinking. Damn, you're not a Democrat. 
how could you? I can't believe you're a fucking conservative, you fucking piece of shit. No, I'm not. I don't think I'm either or. I'm kind of center. Maybe a little bit more to the right than I am to the left. But I'm kind of a flip-flop in that regard. Like, I do believe in certain leftist ideas. But I also believe in certain right ideas. I grew up in Texas. I'm Hispanic. I'm a guy. Take with that what you fucking will. But what I was saying with Joe Rogan and like with Logan Paul, Logan Paul is looking at it from a business standpoint and um, a business trying to make as much money as possible. And if something is messing with the business, then they're going to remove it, right? Of course. And then with Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan is seeing it from like the future potential where these platforms, Logan Paul was talking about it too. These platforms have so much power that they can just remove somebody out of nowhere. And that's what like they did with this other YouTuber that I watch. Steve will do it. He accidentally forgot to blur the URL for this website, this uh, gambling website, which is legal. Uh, it is completely legal to use. But YouTube is okay with you talking about it, about gambling, that you are gambling, and that you are using this specific website by name, but you can't show the exact URL for it. Like, it doesn't really make sense. You can show the 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 gambling. You can show what the games you're playing. You just can't show the fucking URL, which is weird. And so... Steve Will Do It was posting this on his second channel. Not only did his second channel, did he get the three strikes? Not only did his second channel get deleted, permanently deleted, his main channel where he didn't even upload that stuff, he didn't have any strikes, that channel also got deleted and he can never make a channel again on YouTube. These platforms have crap ton of power. And this guy was getting 5 million views average a video every week. But YouTube doesn't care. YouTube goes, these are our rules. You got to obey them. And so I think people self-censor themselves. And I think that's what Joe Rogan sees. He's like, damn, these, these companies have a crap ton of power. And what happens when you don't play ball? Like, can you get your word out there? Like, the, the future is the internet. The future is social media platforms. You have to be social on these platforms to get your word out. To drive inspiration and creativity. And make change in the world. But... If these platforms say, er, not you, they can just do that and they can just remove you and limit you. Now, I don't know. It's just crazy to think about. Granted, you, you can make the argument of just, just obey the rules. Just, you know, it's not hard to obey the rules. But at the same time, there's also this talk of free speech and you should have the ability to say whatever you want. Granted, there's a lot of dumbass motherfuckers who are spreading 
very r- radical negative things where even regular radical people don't fucking agree with. Like, for example, white supremacists. Although it is not right. I think majority of, of people can agree white supremacists, they have the wrong kind of mindset. Of course, right? But even then, I can kind of support the idea of free speech in that regard where, for example, the first 30 minutes of this fucking episode, I was just ranting about being a bitch. I should have the right to rant about myself being a bitch. And although white supremacists, crazy fucking example, I know, but although white supremacists are ranting about how white is right and any other color is fucking wrong, they, although, although they have the wrong mindset, they should still have the right to say what they feel and what they believe is right. The the only time they anybody shouldn't have the right to kind of free speech, or the right to say something absurd is when it's threatening, of course, when it is spreading false information. But even then, are you spreading false information with ill intent, or are you spreading false information because you have the wrong information? What is the truth? There's a fine line between being able to control what people say on your platform and allowing people to say dumb stuff on your platform. Like flat earthers, they exist. They are on the platforms spreading their idea of flat earth. That is misinformation. That is not the truth, but yet they don't get taken off. Why not? It's kind of like a pick and choose. So, where do we go from here? How do these companies make sense? How how do these companies go about their day? How do they pick and choose who to censor and who not? Who to remove from their platform and who not to? I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. And if you're listening to me right now as of this episode going out I'm not on YouTube this this podcast doesn't doesn't go out on YouTube but at the same time I'm, I want to start uploading to YouTube just because it's another platform to upload on because it's still an amazing fucking platform that's what Logan Paul was talking about this is an amazing fucking platform where people spread creativity and use the tools to spread positivity and it is the platform that made his career. It is one of the platforms that made Joe Rogan's fucking career. He was uploading to YouTube. He was live streaming off of YouTube. Granted, he was also on other platforms, but that's where he was uploading. And he saw where it was going, and so he got out of there before they can censor him the way they are censoring people right now. And there's certain words you can't say. And there's certain things you can't do. And they're 
perfectly legal to say and do, but the platform doesn't allow it. That's the argument there. Whether I agree with it or not, I'm not entirely too sure. I, I don't upload to YouTube. I just watch YouTube videos. But the YouTube, that I, the YouTube videos that I watch are podcasts. They're vlogs. They're woodworking. They're funny videos. Like, they're Minecraft videos. I don't watch horrible fucking shit. And so, my question is, where, where do we go from here? Do, do we just accept the rules of these major platforms because we want to keep uploading? But if we just accept, do they then gain power in that we are submissive to them? And they're they're just they're just gonna keep doing what they want, and they're gonna keep adding rules and rules, and there isn't any pushback. Like, what is the thing to what is the right thing to do? Do you push back towards these companies, these major fucking companies, and you go, "Hey, y'all are doing too much with this censorship. Like, y'all gotta chill out." Hey, the people in your company. That are individuals censoring people, you gotta check them because they have no, they just don't agree with someone and they're censoring this person. They're limiting the engagement on this person. It is an individual within the company that is doing this. You gotta check them. You know, Joe Rogan talked about how. He was being limited on Twitter when Elon Musk tried to. He was joking about buying Twitter, but Twitter was like, "Holy fucking shit! This is a real possibility." Because uh, I think Elon Musk was like kind of real at some point about it, and Twitter started like getting rid of all of their shit that they were doing, like gotta get rid of this limiter, gotta get rid of this censorship. Gotta unshadow bound all these people and destroy all these documents, these online things that we're doing. And Joe Rogan, within the the span of a couple weeks, grew like two million followers. It was insane the growth that he had. And that's only because Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter, and Twitter was like, "Holy fucking shit." We got to get rid of all of this fucking evidence of the limiting that we are doing on people's profiles and pages where they're not getting the engagement that they would normally if they didn't have these limiters on them. It's a crazy thing to think about. And again, my question is, where does the, where does the line get drawn? Do we just accept and, and keep going or do we push back or do we go to different platforms that believe in free speech but then again it's like what the fuck are you trying to talk about where you need the level of protection of or the level of acceptance where like are you gonna say some wild fucking shit or are you a regular human being just wanting to speak your mind what are you trying to say
But then we're right now we're in this point where you can't say certain words because then your video gets flagged. And your video gets censored like 18 plus. It's like fuck. I didn't even say anything wrong. I don't know. It was a weird time. It was a weird topic. But moving on to the next topic. And I know it's over an hour already. This episode should have been done a little while ago, but uh, I'm still not done because, like I mentioned, it was the roulette of uh, TikTok and Reddit. Now it's the second uh, talking point of TikTok. And this girl popped up about her eating habit in a car. But that's not what I'm going to focus on. What I'm going to focus on is this beautiful fucking girl <laughs> on TikTok. God damn it, this girl is fucking beautiful. I'm in love. I'm not in love. But I say that every single time when I see a beautiful girl. I don't know what the fuck it is about me. I just like fall in love and I'm like, oh my God, she's beautiful. She's perfect. Mi amor. My love. For no reason. No reason at all. I don't know these girls, but I'm falling in love over the internet. And I'm like, fuck, where, where does the future hold? Do we all just go in VR and fall in love with each other in VR? And we don't have to see each other in person. We just, whenever we're tired of each other, we just rip the mask off. I was like, fuck you, bitch, I'm ghost you. And then you rip the mask off. And then your player in the VR world just evaporates like Thanos' snap. You just turn into dust and you disappear and that's how you ghost people in VR bro that'd be lit bro that's how you ghost people in VR you just disintegrate into dust boom ghosted <laughs> instead of it being boom roasted it's boom ghosted I don't, I don't know why I like have this idea of Falling in love with girls on, on TikTok especially. I don't really give a fuck about girls on, on, on Instagram or like Twitter. But on TikTok, I don't know. I guess it's because of the personality. Like they, you can see the personality through the videos. You can see the, the potential of a good person or a nice person or the love of your life, you know? Like, ooh, it's there. Like, you can see it. Like, they're showing personality. And that's cool. That's fun. That's why people are drawn to TikTok. Because it is more than just a fucking bullshit little fucking photo. Where people are just trying to look fucking sexy. And on TikTok, you can show your personality. You can show you're funny. And you can tell a story. And you can draw engagement like t photos don't. Like, videos, you can draw engagement more so than a photo. Because a photo ain't fucking shit in comparison to a fucking video. That's my little rat on that. But with girls, you see these beautiful fucking girls and you're like, oh my God. Or these beautiful fucking guys and you're like, oh my God. And you're just like, oh my God. I want to suck his dick. Like, bro, come on. If you're a guy and you're listening to this, like, come on. You want to suck some guy's dick sometimes that are on TikTok. Like, they're half naked in front of a big ass mirror at the gym posing shredded like their arms are like 18 inches and like oh my god they're fucking beefy they have hella veins they got a good haircut they're handsome they got good facial hair damn fuck. you just 
kind of just want to suck a dick sometimes. Don't don't tell anybody I said it, but I just kind of want to suck a dick sometimes. And so, you know, the girls are beautiful. You know, I want to fall in love with the girl. The guys, dude. The guys. The fuck. There's, it's so inspirational. I'm like, fuck, I want to look like them so I can get the hot girls. Or so I can get the hot guys. But the hot girls. <laughs> the hot girls. The beautiful girls, you know. Like, dang. I need to get hot so I can pull the hot girls. But at the same time, it's like, damn. Am I, when I get hot, am I going to be hot enough to pull the hot girls? Like right now, I'm like a four. And if I get hot, I'm going to be like an eight. But that girl's a fucking ten. Will I be able to pull her? No. Not based off of just looks. Looks is what attracts people initially, right? But you got to be funny. You got to have personality. And that's what attracts me to TikTok. TikTok shows the funny. TikTok shows the personality. And if you don't have it, you're just another face. You're just another piece of ass. You're just another piece of me with a face, with hair, with muscles. Like, that's it. That's all you got to offer. That's all you got to offer. You just got to offer hella ass. That's all you got. You just got hella ass. That's not attractive. I mean, it is attractive, but it's not when it, that's not, it's not what's going to keep me on your page. It's not, it's not what's going to keep me coming back. What's going to keep me coming back to watch your content is personality. And then there's this sister duo on TikTok. I've talked about these girls before. It's Kirsten Titus and Erica Titus. They're sisters. They have hella personality. Kirsten is this joy, this ball of light. That is just, she doesn't shut up, but it's a good thing. Like, it's not annoying. At least I don't find it annoying. I find it very entertaining that she is able to make up a story or rant out of thin air. And it just goes in all kinds of directions. And she's funny. She's legit funny in the middle of a rant. And it doesn't make sense. That's what keeps me coming to her page is not just that she's hot as fuck. It's that she has so much personality and she's funny and she's energetic and her smile is captivating. That is what attracted me. But her personality, her wit, how funny she is, that's what keeps me coming to her page. Her ability to tell a story is what keeps me coming to her fucking page. And that's the same thing with her sister. At first, I found out about Kirsten. And then her sister started making appearances on, on Kirsten's page. And then it was like, oh, shit. Erica's starting to make TikTok videos. Oh, shit. She can dance. Wait, what the fuck? Why is she crying all the time? Erica, what's wrong? Erica, why are you crying in every single one of your videos? You're crying. You're both. You're, how many times are you can cry in a video? Bro, I swear to God. I swear to God, she cries in every single TikTok video. Even the happy ones, she's crying. But the vulnerability is what keeps me coming to her page. Not just that 
she's a goddess. She's the embodiment of a perfect model. That is what initially attracts me. That is what initially attracts people. But what keeps me coming is her vulnerability to cry on camera. Who the fuck can do that shit? About real shit, but also about like dumb shit. And she knows it's dumb, but she keeps crying on camera. Not only that, she's a great fucking dancer. And and it looks like she's legit having fun while doing it. Not only that, her facial expressions. The ability to express emotion is it's it's beyond words the way she's able to do it. Like she's just having fun. She's legit having fun and you can feel it. You can see it through the camera, through the screen on your phone. And that's what keeps me coming back to her page. Not only that, she's an amazing storyteller as well. She's funny as fuck too. I have died laughing at some of her stories. And she's like the complete opposite of her sister. And it's just a great fucking duo. It is just great entertainment overall. (laughs) And it's like the yin and yang, you know? Because I don't relate to both of them. Like I, I relate like halfway with both of them. So it's like a great... It's like a great way to to watch content, if that makes sense. I don't even, I don't even know if this makes sense what I'm about to say, but like you, I can relate with Kirsten to a certain extent, and then what I can't relate with Erica, I can relate with her in that way, and I'm like, oh shit, it's like half and half, and then you put it together, and it's a whole piece, and makes sense, and it reminds me of like me and my brother. Like, I can't relate with him all the time. But in the things we can relate, it fits. It makes sense. So I think that's, like, what attracts me the most about them. It's the ability to relate with a sibling. And that's, like, one of the biggest reasons why I keep going back to their content. Is because I can relate to them. They're regular people. They don't show... The glamour. They're not trying to fake anything. They're just living their lives. And it's entertaining to watch. Because they're being real the whole time. And so that's my rant. And this is where I leave off. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Diary Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed. This has been a true rantful episode. I know. It's kind of a weird one. It's kind of a long one. But I did enjoy making this episode. I hope that you enjoyed and I hope you got something out of this. I hope I sparked thought and interest into not being a bitch or censorship with um, big platforms or pretty girls on TikTok who are fun and entertaining or just being able to go off on a rant and not giving a fuck about what you say, to be honest. and. Not being serious the whole time, but halfway being serious. And so you find a good balance in between. Where it's still truthful, but it's not complete bullshit. Kind of like jokes, you know? Jokes, there's truth in jokes. And like, I, well, like what I said about Devin Goggins, you know? He made a joke about being a bitch, but 
there's truth in that. Like, you can't be a bitch. And with all great jokes, there is some truth in it. And that's what makes it a great fucking joke. And now I'm going to stop fucking talking and actually end this episode. Again, I hope that you guys enjoyed. You can follow the podcast socials at The Diary Podcast. Or you can follow my socials at underscore in my own head too. And that is going to be it for this episode. I will see you guys next Thursday. Okay, bye. Stop recording. God damn it. Stop recording.